we go. Hello. <laughs> and I wonder, it's, it just wasn't working online here. So let's make that happen. Hi, everybody. Hi. My name is Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood, your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday. Get a little wood on a Tuesday, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's comedy. Oh, it's deep. Oh, it's funny. Oh, it's serious. Oh, it's got some characters. And there's a little song. And if you knew it, I'd love it if you sang along. Come on. Bam. And you say, God damn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad. Said I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling. Diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Just Wood. A little Tai Chi and breathing and hello, I offer you love. And funny shipped. Hi, everybody. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi, kids. Hi, gang. Hi, humans. Hi, witches. Hi, warlocks. Hi, ho. Hi, ho. Hi, ho. Hi, ho. Who are you calling a ho? Well, as you can see, I have a leopard hairdo today because I, I apparently I'm a, I'm a leopard. Uh, <laughs> the good news is haircuts on the solstice, witchy powers kicking in some more. Yeah, like this shit is, okay, I had a haircut yesterday on the outside of the courtyard on the landing. It's not a balcony, I heard. I heard it's not a balcony, and that's okay. Because like the kid in New York that I overheard uh, talking, these two kids one day, I was walking behind on 8th Avenue, and these two young kids, were they had to be like 13, and uh, one kid goes, yo, today I found a condom on my balcony. And the other kid goes, yo, what's a balcony? Yep. Oh my goodness. It makes me so happy. I haven't heard a Puerto Rican accent in so long. I do miss New York City for all the accents that I got to listen to. You know, and also in New York City, everyone speaks a little bit of Yiddish. Uh, it's just how it is. A lot of people refer to New York as Jew York. I don't know if that's loving or not. I don't know if I want to partake in a non-loving Jew calling, because I am a Jew as much as I don't know what it's about to be a Jew. I did light Hanukkah candles. I lit the candles and I, uh, you know, my mom was from New York. My mom is a Jew from Queens uh, who got a name change and a nose job before I was born. A lot of you know that, but I just have to reiterate sometimes on account of I don't know how the fuck to do nothing about Jewish or anything, really. I have a tree. I have a menorah. I celebrate it all. I don't know. What do I get for Kwanzaa? I'll get it. What do I play? Can I partake in Kwanzaa? I don't know. I'd like to know some rules. I like rules. I'm a Capricorn. Welcome to Capricorn season, bitch. I don't know why you would have to say bitch after that, but it just kind of feels like an exclamation point, you know? Anyhow, I got a haircut, as I was saying, I got a haircut on the landing yesterday, just at Solstice Conjunction Junction, 
that was my function. Me and Mama Z. You know Mama Z, the native lady that lives across from me? Oh yeah, she's a delight. A fucking delight, I tell you. And she is so jazzed that I'm a, a comic. She tells everybody, because I met someone new yesterday that was over outside of her place, and she said, oh yeah, this is the comic I was telling you about. And she was like, cool. And I was like, oh shit, do I have to perform? I will. Here we go. <laughs> and then we just started to have a day. I brought pumpkin bread because I bring bread a lot to the girls. And I asked Mama, do you have any clippers? Because I'm feeling like I need to get a little cleanup, you know, a little cleanup over here. And I didn't want to go to the barber. Uh, you know, I had a drunken man ask me about my hair recently when I was in line for the Walmart. Hey, he said, where are you getting this hair cut? Where is the haircut from? Is the haircut? So I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to go with men into a barber shop and you know talk about what size razor blade I'm using. It's a five, okay? If you didn't see the episode, it's a five. Anyway, uh, apparently very good for us to cut our hair on the on the solstice. Very fantastic for us to each cut our hair. Mama said it's a it's a it's a tribal thing to to cut your hair and to let someone touch your head is very intense. And you know, I was I was holding her, we were holding each other's ears back. That's what kind of, you know, you got to you got the clippers. I'd never used clippers. I mean, all right. Okay, you busted me. Pubic hair for the clip. I yes, I did with the yes. So um, but go to the, go to your neighborhood, go to your neighbor, especially if you bring them a lot of food. And I guarantee you, if they have a pair of clippers, they will fucking kick it. They will kick it with you in the sun. She put a stool right in the sunshine. And then I had a cape that was made out of, you know, the cutting cape that was made out of a tablecloth that was also <laughs> looked like the Batman, you know, pow, zam, boom. But it just said, rad. Yeah, so I was like, I'm a superhero lady in this cape with the mask and getting my hair cut by a native lady who was raised in New Mexico by people who were from the land. We're talking hundreds of years of ancestors here, people. We're talking hundreds of fucking years of ancestral hair cutting that she did for me. <laughs> we took it back to the land. Yeah, that's right. We took it back to the land and we did it ourselves. Like, we're going to start a garden? Yeah. It. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen to us in this part of the world. And so we have to be self-sustaining. Hell yeah. Yeah. So superhero, you're a superhero, Rob Schnack. I see you. Thank you. I love you. I love, listen, Megan, I love you. You're a little panda head. It's been quite a week for losses for me. I know I always say that. I've always, everyone's always dying. What the fuck? But really I had, uh, the zoom funeral. It was the first zoom funeral that I had been to. And, uh, it was really sad. And, and yet as, as a person who loves structure, I have to say this, the zoom funeral is so structured. It's so well structured. It's everyone gets a, a time and a, a part and everyone else has to be the fuck quiet. They mute themselves. Mute yourself, bitch. <laughs> you know, they're muting themselves 
while they're at the funeral because you know the zoom people have to talk and but at the same time there's all these comments going for the deceased and for the family and stuff so you can you can multitask you can be at a zoom funeral and you can cook breakfast or you can be at a zoom funeral and you can write all your loveliness into the comments and then you don't have to get up and talk in front of everyone if you're shy to talk me i'm not shy to talk you know that you know that i'm not shy to talk no and i'm using butterfly clips to hold up the mohawk because it feels like it's it's a richer it's a richer look when it's when it's high up on my head. You know, the ladies in Long Island, they say the higher your hair, the closer you are to God. So the higher my hair, the closer I am to God. So, you know, I'm feeling it, right? And I had a lady that was like from the land who cut it. So I feel like extra fucking closer to God and stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, Zoom funeral. Wow. It was beautiful. Um, over 400 people, not to be competitive, but God, I hope I have that kind of turnout. <laughs> we, we do compete for condolences in my family. We do. When my mom died and uh, I posted it on Facebook, I got a lot of people lovingly, you know, poured out so much sweetness and comments and photos and how they, you know, if they knew Ellen and all that stuff. And you know, I was very flattered to see that, Jesse, that over, two, I think you had over 200 uh, people comment, honey. If I mean, I don't want to be uh, competitive. You know, I hate com competition. Yeah, right, Mom. Yeah, you hate competition. Like, I, right. She All she did was compete with me my whole life. And then, <laughs> and then tell me she, don't be competitive, sweetheart. Okay, I'm just going to go into comedy and let everyone go ahead. Oh, no, that's fine. You go ahead. No, you're funny. You go ahead. Oh, no, I don't deserve that. I'm not competitive. I don't, you know. Oh, my God. A lot of things that you learn, right, as we get uh, a bit older and wiser. Um, not having anyone in the videos today but me. It's a, it's a solo show today, but thank you for being so sweet about it. You're, you're a doll. Um... I love getting requests. <laughs> I like getting requests of all types. So, uh, so yeah, the Zoom funeral was beautiful. It was for Katie Lazarus. She has, if you didn't know her, she was a wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, comic writer, performer, interviewer. She uh, just amazing and a very delightful lady. I fucking loved her a lot. So rest in peace, Katie and. Girl, you had to fucking turn out, okay? And uh, I also had uh, this week um, not just the Zoom funeral, but a Zoom Reiki sound bath uh, situation, which was, wow, I, I didn't know you could get so affected over the interwebs, you know, I guess it's an energy and I'm an energy and they're an energy and we're an energy together. So wah, 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 wah with the sound bowls and the Reiki that this Mexican chick, uh, was with a rattle and she was, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna uh, summon your ancestors. I'm su I'm summoning your ancestors and shuka, 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 just relax and breathe. Shuka, 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 shuka. It was in fucking tense. And you know who showed up for me? 
I know, Jesse, don't talk about me again. Mom, you love it when I talk about you, so I'm totally talking about you again. She showed up. And you know why? Because I had to learn that the guy that I continually fucking keep this weird energy going with, it's not weird, it's just familiar. The familiar energy of, I don't know, a parent who was inconsistent, abusive, untrustworthy, lied. I mean, all of this stuff, a drug addict, first and foremost, drugs and alcohol, my poor family, just eaten alive by it. And I, as a child, you as a child, we don't know. We don't understand that we're like uh, being, you know abandoned and abused and all that stuff. We don't understand that. We're just kids. But all we want to do is make everybody okay, right? Make everybody laugh. Make everybody funny, funny, funny. So I had to learn how to make, you know, not having underpants on as a little kid funny to all the adults. Uh, the, the underpants, it restrict your cunt and your dick. That was one of my favorite things to say as a six-year-old. Oh my God. What the fuck? Because there's all these hippies around and I want them to laugh. I want them to enjoy me. I want them to give me a little attention, right? And I thought that if I made some jokes, I'd definitely get that attention. And it was true. So I didn't, I didn't, when my mom died, I don't think I really knew how to grieve it or go through like all those emotions that you're supposed I don't know, supposed to, everyone says everybody grieves differently. And I totally agree. And I totally agree. I think we all have to go through whatever it is. Like people, some people thought I was way sadder or maybe they wanted me to be way sadder and way more upset than I really was. And I had to keep telling people, Hey, you know, my mom and I had a very unorthodox relationship. And that's not just because she chose not to be Jewish, but because it wasn't the regular, you know, I don't think a lot of moms out there are telling their kids to get tattooed, are encouraging their kids to get to dye their hair blue and shit like that. But Ellen was really, really, really adamant about me being very different and her being so accepting and cool of it. Jesse, show me your tattoo, honey. Show me your tattoo. I'm like, mom, what? And then she went and got tattooed at the same place that I got tattooed. I am not fucking kidding you. Well, I never kid you. This is all very real. <laughs> this show can get more real than this. Oh, authenticity. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. Anyhow, uh, my mom was a hippie, but I wrote down this idea about, because listen, even going to jail in my house was not enough to get me in trouble. Do you understand? That's how fucking loosey-goosey weird it was. So even getting arrested for Grand Theft Auto, not enough to really be, anybody be mad at me. No, look at I'm going for my notes. I have so many notes today and I haven't even looked at uh, three of them. Okay, so my mom was a hippie, but by today's standards, she's really hood. Because why? Because, and I had to write it down, because this is how fucked up I am. <laughs> Okay, so she was considered hippie at the time because of the 70s, but now she'd be considered hood, my mom, because, okay, she had five different maybe daddies. Ah, uh, she got a tattoo at the same tattoo parlor that I got my tattoo parlor at. Ooh, you know, um, we were on welfare. Uh, she had violent boyfriends who used their gun a lot. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of connections there with a lot of bad shit. And people would think hippie, that doesn't sound like a hippie. Hippies didn't have guns. Hippies weren't violent. Hippies don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a special, there's a special area for those hippies. And that was called my house where I grew up. Violent hippies, yeah, because you know what? Drugs and alcohol in abundance, it's not going to do you any good. And mix that with people who are who have come from somewhere else to come to Hollywood, LA, and try to get famous. And then they're all like competitive and fucking backstabby and weird to each other and fucking each other's boyfriends and girlfriends. And whoo, there was so much shit going on in that house. I mean, beyond the violence, so much shit. But yeah, there was a lot of violence. Whoo, a lot of violence. Hmm. Take a moment for that child to fucking have to witness. And I feel so bad for everybody out there as a kid. A lot of us had to witness so much violence and so much chaos in our houses. And then what happens? We think that's normal. And we go into our lives and we're like, let me seek out somebody who looks sad. Like I even said it out loud yesterday to Mama Z. I said, oh my God, look at, you know the maintenance guy? I kind of think he's cute do you think the maintenance guy's cute? And she was like, no. And I go, oh. And she goes, why do you think he's cute? And I said, because uh, he looks sad and I think I could help cheer him up. Ah! That is the flaggiest, reddest fucking shit you'll ever hear me say. I mean, come on, Jessica. Give yourself a fucking break. How about somebody make you laugh? How about somebody make you happy? How about that? You know? And that's what I think we should all try to do is like find people to be with, embrace in our lives that are going to be willing to give us what we give and even maybe some more. How about that? Uh -huh. But as kids of, of houses that are chaotic and violent and insane, you always go, well, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't understand what that is. I need to be, to be all fucking freaky and I need to feel anxious and my stomach needs to hurt all the time. And you know, you get so used to that shit, but it's time to let all that go. Ha! Whew. I let it go for you. I slap it out of you. <laughs> slap it out of you. Smack it out of you. So uh, anyway, did you have a good conjunction? You see how I have a lot of energy. And uh, well, I always have a lot of energy, but there's more today. There's more from the Saturn and the Jupiter conjunction junction. How was your function? Was it good? Did you see it? It's fucking wild what's going on in the planet ariums right now. Uh, I, um, I think it's making people just act a little bit wilder than usual, but that's okay. We all are wild motherfuckers and we're going to act up once in a while, right? So give ourselves a break. That's the shadow work. Did I tell you about Synchrosoma? Yeah, you should follow Synchrosoma and read her, po read her podcast. I was going to say, listen to her podcast and read her posts and get to studying your shadow shit. It's intense to accept ourselves for all of ourselves. Oh, it's a lot. All right. So I noticed that both of last week, both of my last episodes were named after big box stores and that must stop. 
that must stop right now. I cannot give the man any more of my energy. That is just sick and I'm sick and tired of it. I tell you what, the revolution will be televised. It'll be live. It'll probably be on IG live. I hope all of my black friends have gotten their superpowers. I hope they've kicked in tonight. Cha cha. Wakanda is real. Yeah. Um, Speaking of my black friends, I have a lovely, charming black neighbor who has brought me a couple of plates for, for Thanksgiving once when my godfather died, and I told you I've had a lot of death in the last couple of weeks, and he knocked on my door the other night, and he had this giant box on his, uh, a brown box on his shoulder. And he, and I know he has trouble walking. So I was like, man, what's with the box? And he, and he doesn't have a mask on and I don't have a mask on cause I'm just opening my door like, hello. And he goes, Hey, and he kind of just comes right in with the box and he's like, where's your table? Where's your table? I don't really have a table just to tell you guys, I'm still getting moved in. I don't, I don't, I have this little teeny table in the, in the living room that I kind of push aside to do my, and that was where he decided to uh, drop this box. Now the box must have weighed like 25 pounds. I mean, this was a fucking heavy box because I tried to help him the weight, but then I realized no mask. So I scarfed my face. I was like, huh. And then I said, what is this? And he said, it's food. And I said, I know, but why? And he said, mm, it's food. And I said, okay, well, thank you. But I don't know if I need all this. I mean, here's the thing. You know, even if I make too much lasagna or pumpkin bread, I'm going outside to pass it all out to people in the streets. Now, did you know that about me? <laughs> I do that a lot. <clears throat> I give a lot to my neighbors. Okay, all good. But he brought me a box of food. I felt it was inappropriate. I felt it was too forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am not a single mother of four. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like raw meat and it was flour and it was sugar. And I was like, I was like, hey man, I really appreciate this. But here's again, when I have to like say some shit to somebody that I hope that they don't dislike me for saying it. And I know a lot of us come up on this kind of stuff a lot of the time where you go, ugh. It's going to hurt their feelings, but I really need to, to say this. I can't, what am I going to do with this shit? will just go bad and I'll feel bad and I feel bad already. So I was like, look, man, you got to take this back. I, I, I'm not going to, and he's like, what? And he goes, you don't want it? And I go, look, I'm not going to cook it. I'm not going to, I just, I can't, it's just too much. And there's all this meat in there and I don't cook meat. And he goes, oh, you don't eat meat? Like he was all upset that he had given me all this meat that maybe I hadn't eat it. No, I said, I ate your well, I didn't say I ate your meat. That would have been too forward. Slow your roll, Miss Lady. So I had to just say to him carefully and gently and thankfully, I said, look, man, I do appreciate it. I do. But you got to take the box. And so then he put it back on his shoulder and he kind of limped out. He goes, sorry. Okay. Let's not get an attitude with me. I'm, I'm being honest. What the fuck did you want me to do? Drop to my knees and blow you? I mean, come on, man. And I feel like that's kind of what he wanted. Do you ever have that vibe? There's some women in the chat room right now. I bet you know that vibe. Men know that vibe. Everybody knows that vibe. Do you know that vibe when somebody brings you something? They're like, hey, 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 look at what I brought you. No, no strings attached unless you want to, you know, and then they push your head down to their crotch. And I am not going to be in that situation 
anymore. You know what I mean? Unless I want it, then I'll push my own head. Do you know what I'm saying? Haga, haga. I mean, I do come from a long line of dick suckers. I do. I'll admit it right now. My mom, a champion. She had missing teeth that mattered. Are you kidding me? Like she wasn't getting in on the dick. My aunt, she one time was tapped out like, okay, miss, we get it. Oh my God. Another time my aunt was asked, were you just let out of jail? As if to say, you have are so excited on this dick. I don't know. You're, it's like you're too much. So I just like to tell people, look, it's part of my heritage. I am a Jew as well. So we're like, like me, like me, like me. And I don't want people to think that just because they drop off a goddamn box of food, I'm going to blow their goddamn dick. So I, my maternal side started the first swingers club in North America. Oh, oh, I love that. Hey, swingers. I have to tell you the story of my, well, I don't have time today, but I will write it down, Miss Lady, and I will tell you. I'm actually doing a solo Christmas show on Friday uh, by myself. That's solo, right? Everybody knows that. And because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, it, nobody wanted to, even though no one's really anywhere, uh, no one really, none of the people that I had, uh, to ask were available and that's fine. I just really want to do it. So I'll, uh, I'll do, you know, uh, I'll eat Chinese food. I'll talk about some movies that I love cause that's what Jews do on Christmas, right? You know, Megan. And I also, uh, wanted to let you guys know that I, uh, last year on this very date, I got a book from my friend and it was a little journal and it said my gratitude journal and I wrote in the book a couple things that I wanted to relate to you what I was grateful for ready Londro I don't know if you know who Londro is or if you remember Londro was my young lover from Hollywood who was my neighbor uh, lived with his parents, a very gigantic dick, beautiful, gorgeous. He's, he's just beautiful. And then he got a little methy and it got, and he was sleeping in my stairwell. I was still fucking him. Then he was, uh, he was working at the Liberty, Liberty tax services where they wear, they make everyone wear the uh, statue of Liberty hat and the dress, the Liberty dress. And I still was fucking him. Uh, he, uh, Londro, one of the things I was grateful for last year at this time. Also, another thing I was grateful for was being able to take the bus back and forth to Venice by myself just to see the beach, just to stand on the sand, just to see Muck Rock in real life. Do you know Muck Rock? She's a killer graffiti artist and she has a studio in Venice and I went to see her and I watched her paint a car and I bought a t-shirt and it's fucking awesome. Then I got back on the bus and I went back to Hollywood grateful. Grateful for a party that my friend Jessica with a K took me to. Jessica with a K. I miss and love this girl. She also she took me to this party and she didn't mind that I had a little bit of an anxiety attack and I ended up leaving said party. Man, oh man. Grateful. Okay. Uh, also, my health, my limbs, my friends who invite me out. Being social. Those are two things that I wrote on my gratitude list last year at this time. 
grateful to be able to be social. How sad that it's an entire year, well, not an entire, but like nine months since that has been able to happen. I'm very blessed that I have my neighbors across the way that I can sit with, though. That's for damn sure. Uh, I had a uh, request to tell you about when I was in junior high school, I had a similar hairdo, a very, very similar hairdo as I have right now in junior high, but I had tie-dyed it. Now, I don't know if you see, I actually grow in like a leopard, apparently. I am a, like a leopard person because my hair is just blotchy and blotchy and splotchy on the sides, like a leopard. It's all different colors, but that's kind of exciting. Uh, however, I did tie-dye my hair, and I don't know if anyone's ever tried to do that, but it is very much like how you tie-dye your shirt, but you take your hair, I'll give you a little sampling, okay? I'm not going to dye it, but I'm going to show you how you do it, if you want to do it. Take a piece of your hair, fold it in half so that the tips are at your root, and then put a rubber band in the middle of those two areas, a rubber band right there, and then dye the bottom one color, dye the top a different color, wait until everything dries, <laughs> and then, pala, you will have tie-dyed hair. Who knew that you'd be getting a fucking tie-dye lesson as well? This show is everything. Oh, my God. Why isn't this number one on Apple? I don't know. I mean, it was at one point. And then they kicked me off. <laughs> they kicked me off and they said that I was inappropriate. A, a lame excuse, I think. A lame excuse. Uh, you know what's inappropriate? Last year at this time, what was very inappropriate that I do not think will be inappropriate at this time, this year is not office handsy harassment. Yeah! I don't think there's going to be any more sexual harassment classes at any offices. I mean, I don't know if there'll be any offices anymore, but I know this. If I worked in an office and I was going back in a few weeks, boy, I'd wear my skimpiest fucking shit. And I'd be in there like, hey, sitting on desks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like cross-legged on a desk. Like, what's up, man? How is your uh, vacation? You know what? There is no way that anyone is going to be uptight about being touched again. Like we, before this pandemic, we were so afraid of everyone. Get a, no, that's inappropriate. That's harassment. Me too. That's not, you can't, we don't, it's enough. And now I'm just going to be like, oh, Holy, holy, holy. Come on in, fellas. Come on in. <sighs> you know, do you miss it too? I miss it. I was sitting in the sun the other day and I, I, I said, you know, I said to one of my neighbors, I, uh, I read that the COVID thing, the only thing that they can find uh, that's a through line for all the patients is that they have a lack of vitamin D. I said, that's why I'm sitting in the sunshine right now because I really lack that other vitamin D, but I don't know where I can get that shit. And speaking of Laundro, the last time we fucked, I had a mask and a condom on. Boo! Mask and a condom. Two bits. Yeah! Oh, shit, yeah. All right, well, it's almost time to go. So uh, I was listening to the 90s station before I got on here today. And I got to tell you, I miss... 90s music. You know what 90s music was like? It was like uh, 
it was like a nice warm bath, you know, just a nice warm tub of loveliness, you know, good vibrations, come on, come on, feel it, feel it. I mean, we didn't know that Marky Mark was a racist and a horrifying man, but the song, you know, it's a good vibration, come on, come on, feel it, feel it. And I was really feeling that. And then also uh, Arrested Development. I don't know if you're too young or not to under to remember that band, but uh, Lord, they talked about so much great shit. Uh, uh, teach a man to fish. He'll eat for a day. Oh no, give a man a fish. I'm trying to sing to you and I don't know the words. He'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll eat forever. Okay, so they just, you know, they took Bible verses, but they didn't. They, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. All right. So, and then once in a while, a rock song would come on. And unless it was Nirvana, I didn't really know who the fucking rock person was. And I'd always be like, what is this? Like a three eye blind or a fucking Weezer or a goddamn, you know, and I was always like a kind of a hater on the nineties, like soft rock, soft rock. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm thinking about you soft rock. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyways, I gotta go, but listen, join me on Friday, 530 Pacific, 630 Mountain. I'm doing mountain time now because I have a lot of people in the mountain now. Mountains. Um, oh, did I tell you I danced around last night with my girls, uh, underneath the conjunction? So officially, <laughs> oh, edge. Uh, so <laughs> I knew that already though. My mom had always told me from when I was a child, like if you have, okay, here's the thing. All the stuff that I was embarrassed about when I was a kid is now mainstream. Like my mom used to say we were witches. I was like, mom, don't ever say that in front of anybody. Please God, never say that in front of anyone. We also shopped at thrift shops. I was like, don't tell anyone, don't ever reveal that we only shop at thrift shops. It's horrifying. And we got, you know, the tattoos. <laughs> so it's everything that used to be really taboo and disgusting uh, and I was ashamed of is now mainstream. Hey, awesome. What's up, witchy? <laughs> so join me for solo Christmas. I can't wait to see you again. Thank you so much for hanging out here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm on so many platforms now. I'm on Anchor and Anchor is the best because Anchor puts me on to... Stitcher, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple, um, there's all these things. I don't even, stereo, like there's so many things. You can find me all over the place. So look for Get Wood, subscribe, share with your friends. It's a free gift, a gift of laughter, gift of love, gift of light and cursing and, uh, characters and inappropriateness. And Anchor is my, uh, place where they hold all the original shows and then from there they shoot them off and they can get them into all the other platforms so if you're looking to produce your own podcast get on anchor and they are a delight i 100 percent will say that over and over about them and i think that because i'm doing that i will call this a little show with a commercial and a sponsor boop like that boop 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 I love you so much. I will talk to you next week. If not, I'll see you on Friday. Join me on Instagram, Get Wood Live, uh, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 in the East. And please, I cannot wait to see you. I Oh, I'm going now. Mwah. I love you.
Bye, guys and girls and witches and warlocks and all the other types of... <laughs>